All right, here we go. Welcome to issue 127 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, the living card game, which is by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Chad, a.k.a. The Chap, and joining me as well is Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, Chad. How's it going? (laughs) I can't talk well. I'm still sick. (laughs) Why are you making me do this, you villain? You rascal? Rapscallion? It's step three of my 43-part plan so oh well it's you're executing it beautifully uh, yeah, he's been sick for weeks weeks now <laughs> yeah like a month <laughs> i'm dying here all right and with me as well is mike hi mike hi chad long time yeah how you doing mountain man <laughs> i'm doing great buddy <laughs> good jeez uh welcome okay. back to the lair yeah i think it was my first trip here that got me sick Oh, I see. That was step one. <laughs> now I just got to figure out what, what step two was. <laughs> oh, what, what are we doing tonight, Steve? Well, first I want to say uh, folks might know who Chad is. Chad, why don't you tell the folks who you are for those who uh, don't know who you are? Sure. I am one of the hosts of Cardboard of the Rings, which is a podcast about Lord of the Rings, the card game, which is a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Um, I have the main host responsibility, but I only carry part of the load. It's a team of eight of us now. We've actually added another member because there's so much going on. And uh, we've been podcasting about Lord of the Rings, the card game, since the game started. But I joined about five years in to the life of the game. And with all the repackaging that FFG is doing with Lord of the Rings, it's a pretty exciting time to be a part of that community. Lots of new people joining uh, lots of people experiencing the game for the first time, deciding to take the plunge after playing Marvel Champions first. They're trying out Lord of the Rings. And so it's great to see all these new people joining the community. And uh, I'm just I'm having a great time over there at Carpet of the Rings. But I always enjoy some Marvel Champions. I play Marvel Champions once a week with a group of buddies. So uh, nice. it's it's my second love, if I'm allowed to say that. That's You're allowed. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I definitely recommend recommend folks uh if they're interested in the lord of the rings lcg to give cardboard of the rings a listen um it's it's a lot of fun you guys do a great show so thanks yeah, yeah. and it, it's crazy because that game came out was it 2012 uh 2011 2011 and people started saying the game is dying after you know <laughs> a few months and it I, became I... this ongoing joke <laughs> and after five years like no no it's dead yep. it's dead and yep. then the game finally went on a hiatus Yep, and now they're reprinting it, and there's so, like you said, there's so many new players. <laughs> it's still thriving. I remember at one point they said, "This is how desperate the people who wanted the game to die were getting." They said they're releasing so much new content, they just want to get it out of their warehouse so they can move on to something else. So even when the game was <laughs> pumping out <laughs> content, somehow these people figured out how to use that as a reason the game was dying. It was incredible. It's like, wow, these people really want this game to die. They <laughs> absolutely want to be right. Did they know they could play other games if they really, I don't really know. wanted to? It was to? insane. Well, yeah. Uh, well, thanks for the kind words. I would also say if, if you're a new player and you're thinking of joining, uh, I've been putting a lot of videos out on the YouTube, YouTube channel for Cardboard of the Rings. And uh, I have a series 
that is called the Single Core series. And if you just watch the first video or two, it would give you a real good taste of the game because those are definitely videos I aimed towards brand new players uh, explaining the mechanics and and uh, everything about the game. And uh, a lot of people have found those videos really helpful when they first started playing. Answers a lot of rules questions that they did or did not know they were getting wrong. Mm. Oh, yeah. And very nostalgic looking at those old decks, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, made oh, me yeah. go back and do some original first couple cycle decks. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the best experiences I've had with the game is playing that progression series. It made me look at the game from a completely different viewpoint, and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, and folks, folks might know that... Uh... Caleb Grace, our designer for Marvel, was a designer for Lord of the Rings. So they'll see some familiar things. And if you like one game, you should like the other. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Maxine, who is designed the Penny version of a spider, was also involved with Lord of the Rings for a while. Yep. Mm-hmm. She, she uh, also did she... Black Widow. Oh, did yep. she? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, that has her signature all over it. Yeah, she, she, did, um, she was lead design, I think, for an entire cycle of Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, it was the, uh, the Dream the Chaser, Gray Havens. Yeah, yeah, Dream Chaser. Yep, yep. Yeah. the Gray Havens Deluxe and the Dream Chaser cycle that followed. Right, right. I remember what her first one was. What th- three trials? <laughs> like the, the oh. pinnacle of that cycle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I could make this thing work, and it's amazing and awesome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's 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 a good one. All right. Well, enough about these other games. Let's talk about our game, huh? I guess that's why people download these episodes. That's right. Well, this isn't Chad's first time on the show either. If you want to hear Chad before, you can go back to issue 50, Wrecking Crew. So it has been a while. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a bit. Um, no, he's been on it since t- then. No, has he? Who? Galactic Artifacts? He tried to sell us, he tried to sell us something in the pawn shop. Oh, he may yeah. have stopped by the he may have stopped by the Galactic Pawn Stars show. True, yeah. true. Yeah, but that was shake a... weight. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. I forgot you had the shake weight. Shoot, we should have bought that when we had the chance too. Should have. <laughs> yep, totally. All right. Well, what are we doing tonight, though? Who are we going to talk about, Chad? Uh, well, we have a certain nemesis that we need to talk about here. So, Vision. Speaking of a robot that shakes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Vision, he has a nemesis, and it's our old friend, Ultron. He's back. What? Is he better than ever? We'll find out. All right, so would someone like to read The Obligation? No, you're supposed to tell us about Ultron. Oh my gosh, that's right. I skipped that whole thing. You want to know about Ultron? Let me tell you something. Do you know that his uh, introduction into Marvel Comics is not the introduction that we got in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I'm shocked. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, he was actually created by Hank Pym. What? That's right. Now, I got to admit, I kind of like that. I, I wish the cinematic universe went that route because Hank Pym and Tony Stark had this animosity. Hank Pym really didn't like Tony Stark. And this would have given Tony Stark a reason to not like Hank, Hank Pym for creating Ultron. So they could have had this mutual hatred. That would have been fun. But um, yes, he was created by Hank Pym and then Ultron immediately got like a a god complex and wanted to destroy humanity. So, you know, typical villain type work. Uh he made himself self-aware, he was intelligent, he added equipment to himself, he added technology to himself and he was the first character 
in a Marvel comic to use a certain metal? Any guesses? Vibranium? No. Ty- adamantium. Yeah, yeah. He was the first oh, character right. to use adamantium. Pretty what? cool. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, just a guess. Nice. So he predates Wolverine. Uh, it looks that way. I don't have the timeline in front of me, but I mean, yeah, I guess I can't be, right? say. Yeah, I guess I can't say it was uh, he he was created around July 1968. So I'm not sure when the X-Men oh started coming out. Uh, of course, he's known for his drones. Daniel's favorite. So he's got copies of his own robotic form known as Ultron drones. And we see those in the game. And then he created a son, a son that he was going to love, a son called the vision. So it wasn't anything to do with the Mind Stone and Thor and Tony Stark and uh, Bruce Banner. It was Ultron. Ultron created the vision. Stop. Just like that. Wait, are you telling me that they took credit for it? <laughs> Typical heroes. Yeah, he, well, he just wants to have a family. He probably feels lonely, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Just him and his million drones. Yep. So originally, when he created the Vision, it was gonna he was gonna have him be his son, and together they were gonna destroy the Vis- the Avengers. But Vision instead uh, turned on his creator, joined the Avengers, and wanted to fight for the forces of good. So just yeah. think of any rebellious teen. That's basically what villain uh, Vision is to Ultron. You know, I want you okay. to take over the business, son. Oh, I'm gonna join the circus or whatever. So yeah. Join the circus. I can't wait for my son to want to join the circus. <laughs> oh, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> uh, well, if he's just a rebellious teen, there's I, maybe there's a chance that he comes back and you know follow, follows in his father's footsteps. We can mm-hmm. hope. One can. We can hope. hope. We can hope. But I, I don't see that happening. At least not yet. He's uh, he seems pretty happy at the moment. He's got a family. Yeah. But uh, Ultron, Ultron's a very interesting hero. So I don't, I don't know much about the comic lore. So I was reading up on him before this uh, episode here, and it really is neat reading like all of the different versions of Ultron. There's 18 versions of Ultron. Wow. Yep. Um, and it, it's 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 a really really interesting villain because because he's a robot because he can be in the internet, be on the web, and I mean he's never completely dead you can always bring him back but you can he, he's a robot so you can just upgrade his armor you can upgrade his intelligence you can upgrade his uh programming and he'll always change but he's also always ultron so it's it's really dynamic it's a it's a very cool villain and i'm glad he wasn't just a one and done i'm glad he keeps coming back even in the game yeah it makes sense that he's vision's nemesis then right yeah I, I like seeing some of these guys come back. Um, we got a rhino, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we haven't seen a new claw yet, so. Which they could easily do. Sure. Well, all right. Should we, is there more? Do you have any more to tell us about Vision and Ultron? Or should we look at some cards? Yeah, I don't. I'm sure I could have dug deeper and come up with more stuff. But I, I did find it really neat that, you know, he did create Vision to be his son. Whereas uh, the Age of Ultron, which is one of my favorite marvel movies i know that's not a a common thing really say. yeah it's cool. i don't i don't know why it's just one of my favorites i really like watching it that and ragnarok are my two favorites to watch i didn't know that in the comics it was so different how the vision was created i mean i i, I thought it just made sense to me that ultron was creating the perfect form that he was gonna be 
And instead, it was, no, they were supposed to be a team. I'm like, oh, that that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is neat. Because um, what year did you say this started? Uh, you said Ultron was introduced. Uh, Avengers, 50, uh, yeah, Avengers 54 in 1968. Because they didn't even really come up with a Mind Stone until the 90s. He doesn't have the Mind Stone. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, if, for Vision, like... Right. It's no wonder that's not part of the backstory. Yeah, Vision, it's it's like a solar cell. It's not um, it's not a Mind Stone at all. It, it, it's basically solar power. Yeah, and in the game, it's the solar gem or something, right? Mm-hmm. It, yep. Because they're, they're more comic accurate than movie. Um, yeah, and with the adamantium, I took a quick look. Uh, Wolverine doesn't show up till 1974. Well, there you go. Folks want to listen to more about Ultron or hear some different bits, you could go back all the way to issue 22 and 23 when wow. we talk about the villain version of Ultron. Uh, uh, about a hundred issues ago. Almost wow. More. Yep. Well, thanks, Chad. That was that was good. I like uh, hearing about the, the differences there and a little bit about um, that rebellious sun vision. Should we look no at problem. the cards? Let's do yes. cards. Alright, so you can find Ultron Nemesis in the vision pack. That came in the Mad Titan Shadows Wave. It has one obligation and five cards with four by title. Mike, why don't you tell us about the obligation like we always do? Cool. <laughs> I always follow whatever you tell me to do from now on. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Good minute. When it comes to reading obligations. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> this is corrupted programming. It is an obligation. Give to the vision player. Treat your mass form upgrades text box as if it were blank, except for keywords. Alter ego action. Exhaust your identity. Remove corrupted programming from the game. And it has two boost icons. And no choice. It's horrible. Yeah. It's, mean, it's wonderful. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nasty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it really puts a damper on Vision's gameplay. I love it. <laughs> it's, I can't... I mean, so many times... Visions in hero form, and this gets revealed, and you're like, "Well, I'm doing literally nothing. My next turn, great, thanks. Like, I did my, I, yeah. There's not, I can't do anything. Uh, this has lost me games. This and yeah. spectrums, they they come out the wrong time. It's like, well, I uh, have to thwart, and I can't now. Yep. So, <laughs> see ya. And I, you know, if I flip down, I'm just gonna add more. So, <laughs> I'm, yep. I'm, I'm I'm getting schemed out. Yeah. Now it does keep the keywords on it, which are which is important, right? Because you still remain intangible or dense, so you can still play event cards to say if you're intangible, do this thing, but you don't get any of the benefits of being intangible or dense, like um, drawing the card or preventing the damage. And, and I find it just yeah, it's a total throws off your whole plan. So yep. Yeah, because you know you have to flip down to get rid of it. Like, I can't leave this here. I mean, it, it just it shuts him down. He's corrupted. Yeah. Probably he's just got the correct programming so he can rejoin his dad. There you go. Yeah. yeah. He's got to go home and hack his dad's programming again. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Kids these days. Yeah. <laughs> can't trust them. They go no. off and have weird phantom kids. <laughs> Start dating witches. Yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, All right, well, Chad, tell us about the uh, droid of the hour. Ultron. He's a 2-2 with tough six hit points. 
And then when he attacks, there's a forced interrupt. When Ultron attacks you, if Ultron Drones is in play, put the top card of your deck into play face down, engaged a few as a drone minion. Ah, yes, that's back. And he has two boost icons. And you missed the ever-important elite keyword. And the android keyword. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the elite means that you can't... (laughs) You can't get rid of them with Nova, with uh, and Star Lord's Star Lord's Nova signature. Um, oh, signature ally. What does the android do? Can we? I don't think it does anything. Isn't there something that can heal androids? But it, normally oh. it's a hero card. Can you target Ultron? Oh, that is a good question. There's, uh, uh, I think there's like already a, a friendly android character. I think it. Is. Oh, it has to be friendly. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm looking it up. Um, I'll be your friend. Re- it's called Reboot. Yeah, ready a friendly Android character and heal one damage from it. Uh, okay. Friendly. Otherwise, you could keep him around for some reason if you wanted to. Yep. Yeah. I'll be your friend. Uh, so coming in tough. That's nice. Yeah, it is. That's a good one. Yep. Six hit points. Yeah, having the tough and the six health means he might actually get to attack you once, so you might actually get to put a drone out into play. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and this is being asked everywhere, so I want to respond to it again now. Uh, there's a lot of, hey, what does it mean if the environment's not in play? It has to be in play if you because this is not a modular set. It's a minion set. It's a nemesis set. No, no, no. They're now playing with other ways to bring in your nemesis cards. They're not necessarily bringing out the nemesis with the uh, side scheme all at once. There's cards now that will just pull out your nemesis. There's conceivably could be cards that just pull out, you know, a random card for your nemesis that we, the future is full of possibilities. We have a multiverse of possibilities ahead of us. So yeah, uh, this is just saying, Hey, just in case it's not in play, it probably is, but just in case it's not right. Um, Kang, the, the final form of Kang goes and yep. fetches your nemesis minion, but it doesn't touch the rest of your nemesis set. Yep, there's a treachery in the Sinister Motors box that does the same thing. Yeah, as I was trying, I can't remember what it's called, but it hit, I was playing a, a two-player campaign, and it hit both of us. So both of our nemesis min, uh, minions were put into the encounter deck after we killed them, and they got, one of them got re-revealed again, and I'm like, geez, oh, Pete's, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, that, so having that on there is important, so... Let me tell you what the environment does in case you forgot so we know what these drone minions are real quick. So it is the exact same environment that we find in the core Ultron drones. Each face-down drone minion engaged with a player has a base scheme of one, base attack of one, and base hit points of one. Forced response, after a face-down drone minion is defeated, place that card in its owner's discard pile. So um, it's basically the exact same thing as the Ultron villain environment. Hi. I wish it had given it one more hit point. Just yeah. make it a little tougher. Just a little bit. Uh, yep. Just you can't dive bomb them all away. Yep. Or squirrel girl them or yeah. Yeah. Um having it if if it had said like a base hit points of two and you had both environments out, which base takes effect? Maybe they're trying to avoid that kind of idea. Oh. Uh, oh. Maybe, you know. Yeah. Um Okay, that's a good this, point. I think yeah, I think this is the only card that uses the term like base scheme and base hit points. So, but let me tell you how you can get some more drones out because that's what Ultron wants to do, right? He wants to get some drones out. Relentless Android is a treachery. When revealed, 
if Ultron Drones is in play, put the top two cards of your deck into play face down, engage with you as drone minions. Otherwise, discard two random cards from your hand with two boost icons. Nice. Yep. Uh, I was just going to say, I feel like the otherwise is the worst part of this card. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Discarding two random cards from your hand? It's like, oh, please let me put in drones. I don't want to go into the next round of like three cards, and I probably just got rid of the two I was hoping to play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, how do we get rid of the environment so that the treacheries trigger more often on there otherwise? No, I want to know them because, they, yeah, br- bring Hulk. Bring Hulk, uh, She-Hulk. Uh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the new uh, the new Penny Parker with a hand size three coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> which, which card do you want to keep that you won't be able to play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can pay for it. <laughs> so, I mean, it it's doing what Ultron does. Puts out drones. Little guys in the way. So, all right. Well, we got one card left here. Who wants it? Go ahead, Chad. Okie dokie. Uh, it is a side scheme. Ultron Unleashed. It's got the acceleration icon. It is three base uh, threat. When revealed, search the encounter deck, discard pile, and set aside area for Ultron drones and put it into play. Shuffle the encounter deck. Each player puts the top card of their deck into play, face down, engage with them as a drone minion, and it has. Three boost icons. Pretty standard fare for Ultron. Yep. Auto gets it no matter where it is and always puts out drones. That's solid. Yep. Yep. And acceleration too, right? So. And again, I'm okay with that three threat because you want to keep coming out, keep getting drones. Yeah. Yeah. You actually kind of want this one to cycle through the deck. Yeah. So if you get Shadows of the Past, you're going to go. I think it tells you to get your. I know at some point it tells you to get your side scheme, which is going to hit before you shuffle the rest of the cards in, so the drone environment will come out. Yep. And then if there is some way where that environment is removed or discarded somehow, this will just bring it back. Yep. So, right. Yeah, you never quite get rid of that environment. Right. And just, and having an acceleration icon is just annoying because I mean, well, we've all died that way, or yeah. we've seen heroes die that way, right? Yep, for sure. Uh, yeah, it makes you choose. Do I? Do I? Can I handle the acceleration, or do I want to put it back in the encounter deck so that more drones will come out when it pops back up? Yep. Yeah. So and another yeah, free booster too. Free boost. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I yeah. feel like this one is, is much worse uh, for the heroes if it's just one hero. You know, acceleration icons seem to be much worse when yeah. it's, when it's just a, a one hero game. I agree. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And. That three is three. Again, this is another side scheme that doesn't have a per player on it. Yep. Three for one player looks a lot different than three in a four player game. Yep. That is probably what you're thwarting that turn. Like that was it. So Ultron's putting drones out. Relentless Android's putting drones out. And Ultron Unleashed is putting drones out. Feels familiar. <laughs> yep. How do you guys think? What do you think? Uh, if you had to give it a grade, well, where does it rate from, from a villain's point of view? You know, it, it's a good one from a villain's point of view, because in addition to the drones being minions that you now have to worry about, it's also making you go through your deck faster, which will get you an encounter card. And it also could be discarding something that you were hoping to find. So it's not just, oh, it's a little wimp that I have to, that the heroes have to deal with. It's no, there, there's actually two other side effects of this. You lost your card and you might get an encounter card faster now. Well, or you're going to, you know, it's, it's going to go through your deck faster. So I, I think it's pretty villainous. I don't know what kind of scale we're we're going on here. 
Um, Letter grade. I will. I, I will give him a, a B plus because I wish the drones had one more hit point. I really do. I think it, it is too easy just to knock them all out. There's lots of ways you can just knock out a bunch of one hit point uh, minions. So it'd be nice if they had two. Yep. Yeah. That sounds about right. Now you should totally play this in the Ultron scenario. That would be interesting. You know, if you want a eight hour game. <laughs> if you don't if you don't want to see any of your cards. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Chad hits on the head, like I'm playing Ant Man and the drone is his helmet, which is the yep. card I want. Uh it's uh, the bracers, which is I want you know, like whatever card it is I want next is the drone. So, every, <laughs> every time. time. I think every I played me for his his army of ants to always come up as drones. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think I was playing um, uh, Quicksilver, and my second time through the deck, through the second time in a row, like, okay, the second pass through the deck, friction resistance was a drone. Like, (laughs) both passes through, it was a drone. I'm like, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Rage quit. That's funny. Such a feel bad. And I think think, um, the second time I went through my deck, it was like, the very next card. So I'd, I'd like, you know, decked myself encounter card drawn, like two cards, you know, to fill up my hand, put a drone in play, killed it. Friction resistance. Get <laughs> <laughs> the whole deck to go through to get back to it. For That's what I was like, time. I'm done. I'm never going to see this stupid card. <laughs> oh, well, uh, Chad, thanks for coming on and telling yep. us all about Ultron and, um, you know, have, having a good time with this. So. <laughs> uh, it's great to be here guys. I wish I felt better. I really do. I like I am <laughs> I am struggling to get words out right now. I just drank what is it? This is it's, it's a liter of water. I drank a liter of water since I went upstairs <gasps> to get it. Chad, that's metric. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. He's a chemist. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> if we don't have anything else to say on our favorite Android here, uh, Mike. How the folks can get a hold of us? <laughs> hey, folks, I want to hear what you did when you were a rebellious teenager. How many phantom children did you have? Email <laughs> us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on Facebook, and you can find us on YouTube by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. On Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, Wandering Took, and The Chap. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, you tell them anyways, and then you go tell your enemies. Ultron, take us out. And our is the ultimate weapon. I'm one of your horse hosts. <laughs> <laughs> one of your horses. <laughs> I think I said horse. I thought so too. <laughs> My voice cracked. <laughs> Voice is very hoarse. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) No, I'm not. All right. Uh, uh oh. It looks like Critical Encounters has made a critical mistake. It appears you guys allowed the uh, Carpet of the Rings email account edit access to the show notes. (laughs) <laughs> Looks like one of the guys got a hold of the show notes and put some stuff in here. That uh Yeah, good. Thanks. Way to go, that's, guys. That's cool. Hi Matt. Very hacked. villainous. We got hacked like Ultron. Yeah, I got hacked. There you go.